Welcome to Voices of the Walk, Pass for All's everyday walking podcast. Our mission is to get Scotland walking, everyone, everywhere and every day. In this podcast series, we'll be hearing from a variety of Scotland's walking champions who are helping make our vision a reality. Hello, I'm Stephen. I am a communications and marketing officer at Paths for All and the host of this podcast episode. We'll be exploring our Walk at Work Award and the benefits that workplaces can enjoy by taking part. I'm joined by Sarah Turner, Development Officer in our Workplaces team here at Paths for All, alongside Katrina Schofield and Morvan Sambrook from the Royal Cornhill Hospital in Aberdeen. Before we get started, uh, for the benefit of our listeners, can you each introduce yourselves and say a little bit about your roles? Um, so my name's Sarah. I'm the Workplaces Development Officer at Paths for All. I work on the Workplaces team and we provide advice, tools and support to workplaces that want to encourage their staff uh, to walk more. I sort of run the Step Count Challenge and also the Walk at Work Awards, which are our two main kind of engagement tools for workplaces. Um, and we also have an online workplace walking course as well. Hi, my name's Katrina Schofield and I work for Sustrans as a workplace engagement officer for NHS Grampian. Um, So what that means basically is that with my role I encourage and support staff to use active and sustainable travel whilst at work. So that's such as walking, cycling, wheeling or any other forms of active travel. And uh, I'm Morvan Sambrook. I am a physiotherapist in Cornell Hospital, which is part of NHS Grampian. And I am part of the Healthy Working Lives group within Cornhill Hospital. Welcome to you all, and thanks for joining me. We're now into the fourth year of our Walk at Work Award, which was launched in 2018. Sarah, for those who have never heard of the Walk at Work Award or are interested in taking part, can you tell us a little bit more about what the award is and what's involved? Yeah, sure. So the Walk at Work Award is an accreditation award for workplaces that recognises and celebrates employers who are really going the extra mile to encourage their staff to walk more uh, during the working day. So what we ask a workplace who signs up to take part, we ask them to do is we ask them to carry out a series of actions across um, a maximum of six months and those actions have to be across three different themes there's walking community walking facilities and walking culture so we have a a kind of a list of pre-prescribed actions quite a flexible list we hope uh, both online and in-person actions which a workplace can take part in and yeah um, generally a workplace will kind of devise their own action plan we do ask for at least one action from each theme but apart from that we tend to leave it up to the workplace to decide what it is that they want to actually take part in just because as as, you know as mentioned previously no workplace is the same and one set of actions won't fit with every single workplace that we engage with it will very much be um, kind of about what a workplace feels they have the power to do and feel able to do with their staff in their particular situation and um, the resources that they have available to them as well For walking culture, we have um, running a staff travel survey, providing information on uh, how to travel to and from your workplace by walking, uh, wheeling or public transport. For um, walking facilities, it's things like providing an area to dry shoes and coats in, 
or even uh, providing a map of local walking routes um, around the immediate area, around your workplace. Walking community is things to do with um, you know, the, the wider community in which your workplace sits. So that's things like taking part in a step count challenge, for example, or encouraging your staff to share walking routes, photos, fun things uh, online as well. So yeah, it's just about creating that sense of community around walking and um, you know, using walking as a tool to kind of build kind of that staff engagement and that team working. Can you tell us a little bit more about the benefits that workplaces can enjoy by encouraging their staff to be physically active in and around the working day? So um, the benefits of encouraging staff to walk more in and around the working day, really important to kind of include the within the working day as well as around the working day. Walking at work doesn't necessarily just mean walking to and from work, it can mean going for a a walk at lunchtime. It can mean allocating time um, during the week for staff to be physically active. So it can mean all kinds of different things, really. It's all just about encouraging movement during the working day and making sure that the workplace is the kind of place where people feel they can just get up and go for a walk to clear their head for 10 minutes, just trying to normalise that kind of behaviour, basically. Walking is is fantastic for people's mental health um, and physical health as well. And that's something which increasingly workplaces are coming to me and they're really quite concerned about staff well-being, staff health. We know that in 2020 and 2021 and um, sort of the rates of long-term sickness associated with workplaces according to the health and safety executive um, 1.7 million workers suffering from work-related ill health 50% of those workers, they were 50% of those cases were um, related to anxiety, depression. So it's a huge issue. Workplace health, um, particularly coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic, there's a real renewed focus from workplaces on staff health and well-being. There's there's fantastic health benefits from um, being physically active. So the UK chief medical officers obviously got their recommended um, physical activity so that's 150 minutes of moderate intensity activity per week which includes walking Um, so if staff are encouraged to at least sort of during the day contribute somewhere towards that target of 150 minutes per week the the sort of the reduction in risks of various diseases associated with that there's a 40 percent reduction in your risk of developing type 2 diabetes if you're reaching that 150 minutes there's a 35 percent reduction in risk of cardiovascular disease heart disease stroke also associated with that 150 minutes there's i think a 30 percent um, reduction in risk of developing um, depression and dementia as well um, so there's some fantastic health benefits associated with encouraging people to walk more. Now, Katrina and Morvin, the Royal Cornhill Hospital recently took part in and successfully completed the Walk at Work Award accreditation. Can you tell us a little bit more about the inspiration behind taking part in the award? Um, So Morvin and I met through the Healthy Working Lives group, so that's a group that focuses on staff welfare uh, within Cornhill Hospital. So when I joined the group, they were already talking about a lot of work that they'd done to encourage staff to be active um, and it seemed like there was lots of good ideas and a lot that was already happening so it seemed a shame for all those ideas to go to waste or not be recognised essentially and I heard about the Walk at Work Award through other Sustrans colleagues and it sounded like a really good thing to do to make sure that these ideas actually were actioned and actually came into place um, and then it's a way of being recognised as well for all the hard work. 
And I think one of the things that we had had in place was the idea of doing walks around the hospital. And actually, we were really struggling for finance at that point to get it done. But actually, Sustrans and, and Katrina stepped in and helped us to get that done. And that was a huge thing because it had been something we'd been trying to do for quite a long time. Yeah, so luckily I was able to help. <laughs> Always helps when you can bring some money to the table. Um, but it is important for there to be investment in active travel because that's it's something that can help with being more sustainable if you're looking at giving money to supporting people to walk and cycle but also there the idea of the walk and routes on site was more about helping staff to keep active while they're at work because a lot of staff might be office based or staff might have no option but to drive to work so then making sure that they actually have that space to be active while they're at work um, was really important and a part of that really was that because of professional kind of boundaries and stuff we're not wearing our uniforms off-site so it was really important that we had uh, trails within the within the hospital grounds which all staff could access while they're still in their uniforms in other words we didn't have to go out of the bounds of the hospital and um, as a, we had we had this plan and then Katrina was really able to help us facilitate it which was really helpful yeah so what they really needed was some signage basically to show where the routes were so staff could clearly find their way around the routes and also the sign promotes the, the routes itself so that was our first project really and then once we got working on that I thought well this will be a great way to start doing the rest of the work towards the award so that sort of kicked everything off. At pass for all we encourage people to find new and lasting ways to connect with nature. You mentioned walking trails around the hospital grounds can you tell us a little bit more about these trails? Okay so before Katrina had joined us and, and helped to facilitate all this, we had this plan of having walks around the grounds. And as I said, that was partly because we were limited within our uniforms to walk within the grounds. And we recognised that people had quite short breaks and we wanted it to be something they could do on the grounds. So um, we looked at some trails and the trails are either 10 minutes, 15 minutes or 20 minutes and their names are Refresh, Revive, Reboot. So you can see that they were around trying to get staff, like with Refresh, if, I, um, if I've had a particularly difficult morning, for instance, um, and I have the opportunity, I can go out and do a Refresh walk and it might be walking with another member of our team or another colleague and discussing things, but it gives me the opportunity to direct me to go and do that. And as I said, you know, we had funding from Sustrans, which was fantastic, which allowed us to have, there's a kind of smart app, not that I'm very good at using it, I hasten to add, but um, you're able to kind of clock it and we can see how effective that is. So it was really to try and encourage staff to do that. And also the reboot one, which is a bit further out, perhaps genuinely let people go to bits of the hospital grounds they might never have been to. They probably normally just come to their car, go into work and go. But that actually explored other bits of the hospital grounds which are out beyond the immediate area. So there was lots of positive things about it. Earlier, we discussed that taking part in the Walk at Work Award involves encouraging staff to be physically active more often throughout the day. This presents opportunities for a workplace to promote physical activity among staff using a wide range of techniques and activities. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you did this at Royal Cornhill Hospital? Um, I can start with that one. So the first one of the activities that I did came out of doing the plan. So when you sign up for the Walk at Work Award, it gives you a plan for different things that you're going to do in terms of culture and community and facilities around the workplace. So 
we'd already done the facilities by putting in some new walk trails around the the site but a lot of people still didn't know about them so as a way of promoting them I thought it would be a fun idea to do an easter egg hunt because everyone loves an easter egg hunt but it would be really hard to find a time where all staff could do it because staff are busy and especially clinical staff you can't just get away so I designed it in a way that it was something staff could do in their own time so it was actually open for two weeks and there was it was more like a treasure hunt slash easter egg hunt so there was um eggs with letters on that you had to find along different that were color coordinated with the same colors of the roots so you would walk around and then find all the letters to make up a word and if you submitted the right word then you got into put into a prize draw for chocolate eggs so obviously people actually want chocolate eggs at the end of an easter egg hunt so that was a fun thing to do and we did get feedback from that that a lot of people hadn't heard of the trails and until they did the easter egg hunt so um, I think it did work in, in terms of promoting the trails, but there's still still work to be done. Like I think a lot of people probably still walk past the sign and haven't actually bothered to look at it, so I definitely would like to do some more. Um, and other things, perhaps not so recently, but we've, we've had kind of like a buddy up at lunchtime for a walk. There's been a time that we had some you could stand at the door, meet somebody, uh, go for a quick walk. And we have a walking group as well after work, and we've been trying to encourage sort of walk, jog, running. Um, I guess the challenges of that sometimes are time for staff because a lot of people in hospitals work shifts, so they're not always available at the same time. And ultimately we had to kind of go with what suited the people who were the walk leaders. And I would say that's probably something we need to look at again. In terms of actual just activity within the kind of hospital there are, they, they've built a new cycling shed, which is very impressive, encouraging people to come come cycling and uh, have the security of that. And uh, we have uh, yoga classes via kind of online in a kind of small way. I really encourage people just to take stairs rather than the lift. We have signs up around the hospital encouraging people to do that. Um, yeah, that was part of our work for yeah, the towards yeah, exactly. the awards. Um, a lot of the award is just quick wins like that, but they can be effective. And I think you know, um, in terms of kind of leadership and stuff, we should be encouraging our staff just to take a moment when they can. And that, to me, those kind of refreshed walks—that's where they really play into it. You know, you're having, you might have had a difficult situation, provided it's safe, perhaps go have 10 minutes just decompress a bit have a bit of fresh air and again that fits with all the all the um ideas behind uh, you know um, paths for all and uh, walking at work one of our offers uh, at paths for all is a bespoke step count challenge for individual workplaces now these operate in a similar fashion to our national challenges which take place in spring and autumn of each year now, I believe that the Royal Cornhill Hospital is very familiar with the challenges, having taken part in three of them so far. Katrina, could you tell us a little bit more about that? So one of the most popular ones is the Step Challenge, which is a, a pastoral bespoke Step Challenge that we've been doing. So this year we ran the third annual NHS Grampian Step Challenge. So there were two before I was even in post here. But when I heard about it, um, I was like, oh, this is great. I want to get involved with this. So... Uh, myself and my colleague in public health we worked on that together and we had the the biggest sign up yet so we had about a thousand people signed up and at the end of the challenge it was a four-week challenge we had 947 active participants who had actually logged steps um, in the challenge and that was great so we had workplaces all across NHS Grampian who were taking part and it was from mid-January to mid-February which was a really time a really good time to do it um, 
because you know there's always that slump after Christmas there's the big build up to Christmas or other festivities that people might celebrate as well and then you get to January and it's dark and people have to go back to work and there's just always like that little bit of blues that everyone has so it just lifted everyone's spirits which was really great and it was a reason to get outside um, and to be active and to meet up with people which otherwise you know people might have struggled to motivate themselves to do. Yeah, we, we did part of that challenge and we went walking at lunchtime, which is really useful because, as you said, often it's quite dark, but it got us out during the day and I suppose if you think about your vitamin D and just getting a bit of daylight and so forth, that's really important. The downside for us, our physiotherapists are notoriously competitive and, of course, we had somebody who ended up with a groin strain because they'd done so much walking. Oh, no. <laughs> but, I mean, part of that as well, we do try... Um, I was something that hadn't been done before I was sending out weekly newsletters so there'd be health and safety messages within that because uh, slips trips and falls are a big risk in winter so it's just making people aware of how to minimize those risks um, and also we would send out little weekly competitions um, sounds like some groups were already very competitive um, but just to for other people you know four weeks is quite long to keep them motivated so we did w weekly competitions so we had like a bingo challenge things to look out for on your walks and a photography challenge and those sort of things as well so yeah so it was really good fun and we are we will be running another one next year yeah and i guess the other thing to say is actually there was um there were like umbrellas provided for when it was wet there was um, high-vis jackets provided, and I think there might have even been something for the shoes. Am I right thinking that? We had some boot. Yeah, so Jackie, who runs the Healthy Working Life group, she'd, she seemed to be in charge of that. She told me about that. So that was some resources they were given out over winter, like the boot trackers um, to help prevent slips, trips and falls. So it was just making staff aware that these things were available for them. Um, and pedometers as well yeah. were given out. Whilst taking part in the Walk at Work Award is a hugely beneficial undertaking for both the employer and employees, one of the biggest challenges faced by a workplace can be encouraging staff to take part and to find new ways to stay active in and around the working day. Can we explore some of the barriers you faced and what opportunities arose to support staff to be active? One challenge can be just lack of motivation, whether that's to do with the weather or people's work or personal circumstances. Um, doing a challenge like a step challenge can be so good not just at motivating people at the time of the challenge but the effects can often be longer term than that so we actually did a feedback survey and um, which we sent out to all the participants so we did one a week after the challenge and then we did another three months after the challenge so we found that a week after the challenge 50 percent of the participants who responded they said that they'd been more active and th they were still more active a week after and then three months after, it was still 50%. So those 50% of people, like it hadn't dropped, they were still reporting that they were being more active. So it had a, had a long-term effect on their behaviour and their habits. Yeah, I think that's the key thing, is to make it kind of habit-forming. And then it becomes something people, people do intrin you know, intrinsically. All I would say is I don't think it's complicated to do the walk at work stuff. I, there's nothing that we've done that was, well, I'm saying that, uh, you've obviously <laughs> done quite a little bit, but any of the initiatives that we've done have not been, they're not high tech, they're not really difficult, um, they're easily transferable to other places. It's just about trying to show the benefits of walking, get people walking, and then from that, then that'll get them doing a bit more walking. So just habit forming, really, I think. Yeah, and I think going off what Morvan said there there are you know 
more ambitious things that you can do like we did with the, the walking trails but you know if a workplace doesn't necessarily have the budget that doesn't mean that they can't do that because there are some easy wins that you can do that can have big impact so even like the stickers encouraging people to take the stairs if that's getting more exercise into their day and um, allowing them to get their heart rate up that that can have a big benefit for for those workers um, and also things like having umbrellas so people can walk between sites if that's something they have to do for work or walk for for business journeys instead of having to to take the car so it, it could just be really simple things that can help support your staff to work that maybe just haven't maybe hasn't been done because no one's really dedicated the, the time to put a plan into place and think oh actually we'll do these things and the walk at work award is really great because it allows you to make that plan and sit down and think about what you can do that that would help staff to walk, walk more and from a physio perspective people often say to me what's the best exercise for your back actually it's the best exercise is actually walking <laughs> everything else they do helps as well but walking is actually the most important one and it's easy to do it's cheap and we should really be encouraging people to do it. So we've now come to the end of the podcast episode. Um, I'd like to thank you for coming along today to talk about your experience of taking part in the Walk at Work Award. Sarah, for any workplace keen to take part in the Walk at Work Award, how do they find out more? So to find out more about the Walk at Work Awards, um, you can go on Paths Rural website. There's a page in the Workplace section specifically about the Walk at Work Awards. You can download a copy of the handbook um, and have a look through to see, um, find out a little bit more about the actions that workplaces can take part in. And there's also a form whereby you can contact the workplaces team um, directly to uh, ask for a, a meeting or a phone call if you'd like to discuss things further.